welcome back to the Out To Be Podcast. It is your host, Katie Zaccardi, and I just got back from a weekend trip to Sedona, Arizona. I've never been to Arizona at all, let alone Sedona, and let me tell you, it was beautiful. I was there for a mastermind retreat. I'm in a mastermind with a bunch of other music industry coaches. I think I've talked about it before on here. And we just had our second retreat. Our first one was in November. And uh, it was fantastic and amazing. And I walked away making some pretty big changes in my business that I'm really excited about. And in our first retreat, we all sort of knew each other because we had met on Zoom several times before. But, you know, meeting someone in person really changes the game and makes you feel so much closer to them. I mean, we all know this. But my point being, this retreat... Now we we had gone through all of the meeting stuff. Like we had our first weekend where we were getting to know each other and now this weekend we already knew each other much better. And so that just made the experience even better as well. So I decided for this episode to just talk about some of the takeaways. I've got three top takeaways that I'm going to share with you that I took away without being redundant (laughs) from the experience. So I'll share a little bit about how I am in putting this into my business, some changes that I'm making, um, and again, how it impacted me specifically. And what I've done is I basically just distilled the three main themes that I took away from uh, this retreat, and I'm going to share it with you. So lesson number one is less is more. So this is something that I have been talking about how I'm really striving for in the new year. I've been trying to do a little bit less, launch less, plan less, and um, it's not always easy, especially because, I and I say this often, like with a lot of the quote unquote struggles that you might have as a musician or, you know, musicpreneur, I'll just say, it's usually stemming from good things. Like, I have no time because I have so many amazing, exciting projects I'm working on. Or, you know, I am launching so much and I'm feeling burnt out, but I'm launching so much because I have so many ideas, right? So it's not always that it's coming from bad intentions or like, sometimes it is toxic workplaces or like lack of boundaries or just like, you know, things that are not serving you and can be, you could call them more negative or, or just at least not like positive. Um, But a lot of times I find that the truth is that we all are just so creative and ambitious and we have so many ideas that it can be hard to slim that down. And we actually did an exercise on um, Saturday, so the second day of the retreat, where we really just honed in on what our top things were. So we like made a list of all of the things that we wanted to do, like the many, many, many ideas that we had. I probably had like 30 items on that list. Um, So all the things we wanted to do in our business. And then we had to slim it down and then slim it down again to the top three. And so that really forced everyone there, and of course me, to think critically. Like what are the top three things that you want to get done this year? And what's the most important and what's lighting you up? And it really opened for some conversations for us to be able to say, um, hey, you know, there are some things on here that I maybe felt obligated to put on or I put on because it's happening, but I really don't want it to be in the top three. It's not lighting me up. Uh, that actually happened in my case as well. And so it allowed for some reorganization <laughs> and a rethinking and to be able to honestly look 
at what the priorities are and what where the excitement truly was and you know what should your focus be on sometimes there's things that we are doing that aren't super exciting and sometimes those things serve our business and are necessary from time to time but generally speaking if you're putting your all into a project that you don't want to do or that's just not giving you that much excitement you might want to rethink it. And so we did an exercise that really allowed that to happen. And it was interesting to watch others do it as well and be able to call out, hey, you know, a lot of uh, what you've been talking about in hot seats or in our discussions has been about XYZ offer. And I noticed that that wasn't in your top three. So, you know, do you feel like that's a priority? It seems like you're really into that, but you didn't have it on here. So basically just getting to challenge each other And the main takeaway for me was that less is more. It is really hard to slim down. It is challenging to focus your attention in. But when you do it, it opens you up to so much more potential. And I'll share that what I walked away with from this retreat, the biggest thing, was dramatically slimming down my offer suite. And or product suite. I use those words interchangeably. What I mean by that is basically the list of offers that I have. (laughs) So um, not all of them are going to be going away completely, but I essentially honed in my focus of what I'm going to be actively promoting and focusing on this year. And it comes down to three things and a possible fourth, but that one is uh, a little bit of an extension. So it's the audience builder, which is going to be the large focus it already has been for this year and it's going to be launched in about a month or so um and then i'm going to continue promoting it and building it and and you know just getting it out there talking about the artist archetype your brand dna which is going to be the quiz and all of those juicy things as you can tell i'm i'm very excited about this i've been i know i've been talking about it for a while and we're working really hard like i am so excited to get this out to you guys but i don't want to rush it i want to you know, be able to record all of the new lessons and do them justice and get this quiz and make sure that it is really fine-tuned before we put it out there. So all of that is coming within the next month. I know you've got to be a little patient, but I promise we're going to have some, some stuff coming soon. So that was really exciting for me. I've been working on this for a while and I just feel excited when I talk to artists about it on TikTok and when I help my clients and help them like reduce the stress around social media and then they get results and they are able to grow and they're able to get more views and build more of a community and it's just amazing what can happen. So I'm really excited about that. And the second thing is out to launch Patreon. So that's going to be launching likely in the summer. Don't have an exact date pinned down yet. Again, we're in the, the, the word for this year is flexibility. <laughs> Go with the flow. Um, and especially since all this happened this weekend, TBD on the exact day, but look out for that this summer. Um, our last Out to Launch Patreon group was just amazing. It was something that I did, you know, re- following our Out to Launch launch last summer. And I wasn't sure if we'd have enough interest in Out to Launch Patreon, but I was getting some questions about it. And we ended up with an amazing group of about 15 students and they're starting to launch now and they're getting amazing results and it was just so fun to work with them. So that's going to be happening in the summer as well. So if you want to launch a Patreon, definitely look out for that. The biggest change for those of you who follow me for a while though, this might be surprising to you, but I'm actually going to be stepping away from doing private coaching. So I'm going to be making a shift. It's not that you can't get private coaching with me whatsoever, but I'm going to be doing VIP days 
And that's the only offer that I have right now for private coaching. I've just felt a little burnt out. All of my current clients are going to are staying with me until the end of their term, of course. But I have decided not to take on any new clients because at this time, I just don't feel excited to do so. I feel like I'm already at my capacity, um, but I also feel like there's a lot more space that I want to open up in my business and in my life to be able to let more creativity flow. And I really believe that that's when creativity flows is when you create space. And I don't like being, you know, tied to checking Voxer all the time, making sure I'm responding really quickly to my clients. Like it's just starting to drain me a little bit. And I feel that I can be more effective and serve more people by focusing on the groups and the the courses. Most of them are group programs. So that is really exciting and a little bit scary because for my whole business up until this point, it's really thrived off of private coaching. And um, this is a bit of a change. So, but I feel really excited about it. I feel really, really excited about it. And I'm excited to work with clients in VIP days as well because what I've realized is that I think that a lot of the work that people are coming to me for support with can honestly be done in one day. (laughs) A lot of you have done intensive sessions with me and you know we can get a lot done in an hour and a half, but imagine having five hours. You can really get a lot done in one day and you know, have fun. VIP days, I think, are just so fun as well because if it's in person, we get to go to lunch. If it's not, we just get to have a lot more time for connection and um, bond and allow me to understand your business and your music career a little deeper and really go deep so that you can figure out your brand, figure out your social media or plan your release or plan your launch and do all of those things during a VIP day. So that being said, if you're listening to this now and you've been wanting to work with me, reach out about a VIP day. It might be a good fit for you. And um, yeah, so so that was like the biggest change of less is more. I'm, I'm not taking on four or six month private coaching clients anymore. Um, and that, let me tell you, that that slimming down is is huge, 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 huge for my business. And I'm so excited for it. And I I feel like a weight has been lifted by some of the changes that I've already started to make. That being said, I've got a lot of other ideas rattling around. So I'm going to stick with what I've planned and I'm going to let the magic happen by creating space, by kind of removing some other things that weren't serving me or that I wasn't as excited about or that were just taking up more time than necessary. I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of comes through and what magic (laughs) happens and what ideas I have. And I know I'll probably end up having a little bit more time to then focus on some other things. Just to give you an idea, I there's some things that have been in my head for a while, like doing a merch line or doing my cabaret, which I'm going to do. That's not business related, but I want to do it up (laughs) when I uh, when I do it. And the merch line, like, it's not a priority, but, like, even if I wanted to do it just for fun, I couldn't. I don't have the time. But if I open up the time, it might, you know, serve as something that if people want it, let me know if you want a merch line. It's going to be out to be. And, like, I'm picturing, like, sweatsuits with, like, little embroidered out to be's on it. Maybe some, like, flower, flowery feels. Like, um, I have it in my head. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so, um, all that being said. I'm slimming down so that I can open myself up to opportunities that really, really excite me. 
and actually have the time to do them. So super excited about that. I also want to do a live retreat sometime this summer, probably in Nashville, where it's like a one or two day event that women in music can come to. And we do the strategy. We do the mindset. We do the spiritual work. You have community. It's like, ah, I'm so excited for this. And that actually kind of leads me into um, a side note that I wanted to mention, which is that in-person connection is truly invaluable. And so I'm obviously still doing the majority of my business online, but I'm really excited to integrate a little bit more of in-person connection through VIP days, which don't have to be in person. But if you are in Nashville or want to come to Nashville, we can do it in person and through potentially implementing some retreats uh, down the line in a couple months. So let me know if this is exciting you as you listen to it and if any of these offers are really speaking to you because I would love, 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 love your feedback. Like if you want a merch line or you want a retreat or you want to explore doing a VIP day, like please reach out to me. There's no strings attached, but I really want to hear from you. Um, so that again was the biggest lesson and I encourage you all to consider where you can do less in your life so that you can open yourself up for more. Keeping in mind that when you do less as well, when you don't spread yourself thin, I talk about this frequently when it comes to launching, right? Like when you can focus in on one thing, that one thing happens so much better and and faster and easier and you end up able to get the results that you truly want. But when your attention is going in a million different places, it's really hard to do that. And sometimes when we're operating a business and we're doing multiple tasks or multiple projects, it feels like, well, all of these things have to happen in order to further my career or in order to do everything. But I challenge you to, to really think about that. Is that true? Are there things that you can outsource or, you know, let go of? <laughs> and and what would that look like if you did? It's easy again to go to the negatives. Well, then I'll be out of money. But actually, will you? Like, what if you focused your attention into the other thing that you really love and making money with that, right? So take some time, journal through, see what comes up for you when I say less is more and ask where you feel like, ask yourself where you might be getting bogged down right now, doing, 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 and not being with the things that you really want to be and do. Okay, bring it a full circle out to be, baby. Okay, so second thing, second lesson is embrace your superpowers. So what makes something powerful is often you. (laughs) And I think this is especially relevant for music industry coaches, but of course it's relevant for musicians as well. But it's really easy to forget that you are the magic. And you can do things at your own pace. You can do things in your own way. And you don't need to compare yourself to others and you don't need to do things in a way that you quote unquote, think you're supposed to do um, and in exchange for what you really want to do. And I think it's really easy to get away from your magic, your superpower, your unique value and start to do things in your business or in your life or start to show up in a way that isn't really you. But again, is more so following these expectations that you feel are there from society, from social media, right, whatever it is, or that maybe you're putting on yourself. I know that I was definitely putting expectations on myself to have like a certain number launch, right? 
or to have a certain type of program. And it might sound kind of silly and it even might sound kind of simple, but this was actually really getting me tripped up. <laughs> and I was feeling like there was a, only a certain way I could scale. Like if I added up all the numbers, the only way for me to go big is to do this thing, right? Or to, to have like a high ticket self-paced course. That's the only way to do it. That's not true. That's literally not true at all, right? But if that's what I'm thinking and if I'm not embracing my superpowers or if I'm trying to fit myself and how I like to do things into a box of what I think is the way to do it, I'm not actually going to thrive. And that's what I kind of learned this weekend is it's I'm going to thrive more when I actually just embrace me. <laughs> and we had a walk one day, a quick walk before we dove into some of the activities and exercises where we partnered up and we were thinking about what like what is your superpower basically? Or what is one thing that you do in your business or what yeah, one thing that um is a part of how you do things that really is unique and that's sort of like your your unique value. And I, on the walk, was basically telling my partner, it's me. <laughs> like, I hate to sound like a narcissist, um, which I don't think I really sound like a narcissist, but I was like, it, I really feel like it's me and that I am able to create safe spaces for people to be coached and really, really amazing groups and communities. And um, I think that I coach in a pretty unique way too. <laughs> I'm certainly blunt and I certainly focus on strategy and I'm definitely can be no nonsense, no bullshit, straightforward when necessary. But I also think it's really important and, and make sure that my coaching is, uh, is holistic and that we're nurturing and we're nurturing ourselves and that I can be there to support my clients when they need it. And that that sort of like intuitive sense to know when when does someone need just to be held accountable and be told like it is and kind of be like whipped into shape a little bit versus when does someone need someone else to just hold space for them? Like when does when do my clients need to just be heard? So that is one of my favorite things about coaching and I was definitely trying to take a little bit of that out of my business and make it less me. And I had someone point this out to me uh, during our hot seats and it really opened my eyes that I can give myself permission to embrace my superpower. And the same goes for you. It might not be as uh, dramatic, <laughs> so to say, as mine was, um, but like maybe you're trying to create TikToks in a certain way because you feel like that's what is trendy or that's what goes viral or you saw a couple other musicians doing it in this way, so you're just going to like give it a shot. But you're not really honoring you. You're not honoring your personality. You're not honoring who, how you like to create. So think about that. And uh, again, ask yourself, I want some takeaways from this episode just to be like, do a little exercise around here, do some journaling and ask yourself, what is your superpower? So ask, what is my superpower? And how can I integrate this into my business more? And where in my business am I maybe trying to do things in a specific way because I feel like I have to, but it's actually not allowing me to really, really embrace my superpower, what makes me unique. 
So that was lesson number two. And something else to mention was that was really cool was that we actually did a couple presentations uh, from the group this time. So last time, uh, most of the like talks that we had, the workshops that we did were other people coming in and they were great. But this time we did a few internal things. So I actually gave a TikTok talk to everyone. Um, I did a, like a little presentation on how to get started and start building an audience on TikTok. Um, I'm the youngest of the group, so I, ha- you know, have that <laughs> perspective. Not most of them grew their businesses through Facebook ads and aren't on TikTok yet. So that was really fun for me to be able to share all of that information. And we had a couple other people like Tiamo. He did a, a little talk on storytelling. And we have a new member named Jason, and he built his music business out. He's making hundreds of thousands of dollars using funnels to sell his books uh, and CDs, and it's amazing. And he did a presentation on funnels. And so it was really cool to watch our other Mastermind members really shine in their expertise and their superpowers and be able to also teach us how we can embrace these other things. things, techniques, strategies, and whatnot in our own businesses, and of course doing it in our own way. So that was one of my other favorite parts of the mastermind and a big takeaway for me to just really focus on what I'm freaking good at and why my clients come to me and embrace that. Then third takeaway is collaboration over comparison. Now this is inherently built into the mastermind because of course we are a bunch of other music industry coaches who could be butting heads or you know feeling like we have to be in competition with each other but instead are getting together and supporting each other fully and you know it's like a safe space in the mastermind where we are really there to answer each other's questions and help clarify strategy and you know, share what works in our businesses that might work in theirs or things that they can try out to solve the problems that they're having or to, you know, reach the goals that they want to reach, whatever it is. So collaboration over comparison is inherently built into the mastermind itself. (laughs) But we also had some interesting conversations and um, we did have a guest speaker that was talking about JV launches, uh, which is basically joint partnerships, joint venture launches or affiliate launches, some people might call them. And so we had definitely a theme in uh, in this mastermind in general this weekend, really focusing on collaboration. And collaboration can not only further your own growth, but especially when you can replace comparison with collaboration, man, are you a lot less stressed because you're not worried about beating the other person or, you know, being better than the other person or um, trying to do things, hearkening back to the last point, like you get, you can embrace your superpowers and you don't have to try to be someone else or do things like someone else in a way that is, well, comparing. Going back to the conversation, the point about sort of doing JV or affiliate launches, what I think is really interesting about it too is just like the other points, when you do this, when you focus on collaboration over comparison, you can move forward faster. So really, I, I guess if I had to hone it in, <laughs> the the main lesson from this mastermind retreat was like figuring out how you can simplify and, and things that you can do so that you can grow more. Less is more. Well, when you do less, you can grow faster. You can grow more. When you embrace your superpowers, you can grow more. When you focus on collaboration, you can grow more. 
And so when it comes to doing JV or affiliate launches, I've been doing these uh, pretty much since the beginning of my career and I'm really excited to amp it up a little bit with the audience builder. But it's really exciting because when you partner with other people, whether you're a coach or a musician, you have the opportunity to create so many more relationships. And even if people don't buy from you, you have the opportunity to create a stronger relationship with the person that you're partnering with, as well as create a relationship and get in front of the people in their audience who you will serve. So think about how you can maybe do some more collaborations in your music business. If you're a coach, maybe that looks like doing a guest training or doing an affiliate launch and launching one of your offers to someone else's audience. Of course, you know, in exchange for, they get affiliate commission for that. Um, That's not what this episode's about. (laughs) But if you have questions, you can ask me. So think about how you can partner with other people. And maybe it's also as simple as just like grabbing coffee with or or a virtual coffee with five other music industry coaches you know and just making that connection and seeing how you can support each other or opening up the conversation so that if there is a time for you to support each other, you can go to each other for it. And as musicians as well, like how can you be collaborating? Collaborating with other artists. um, And it doesn't just have to be creating music with them. You can go live with them. You can do joint posts with them. You can do um, so, so many other things, whether it's a show with them. You could even pitch yourself to do a performance inside of their Patreon, right? Like, hey, I'd love to do a guest performance to your community for free, you know, and, and get in front of more people. So I always, always encourage you guys to think outside of the box. That's, you know, my whole ethos. I really think there's so much potential out there when we get out of that conventional what we think we're supposed to do and get a little bit more grassroots and embrace our superpower. And part of that comes from community. When you can partner with other people, when you can work with other people, when you can support other people, because that's a part of it. It's not just about taking. You've got to give as well. So when you can also support other people, you create a really incredible relationship and connection that allows you to grow your audience uh, as well as you to support others and just be able to hold space for people. Honestly, just like be a good person, (laughs) which hopefully we all want to do more of. So focus on collaboration over comparison. And with that connection, talking back to that one side note I had said, I really feel like the connection is invaluable and in-person connection is is even better. And so focusing on connecting, this is is what I, I mean, connection really is everything. Like in Audience Builder, on TikTok, when I'm talking about building an audience, it's all about connection. So don't focus on the numbers. Don't focus on... Uh, Even like hitting a specific goal of like, I need to go viral or I need to make this much money in a launch. What is going to allow that to happen truly is connection. So the first foundation of everything should be focusing on connecting with your audience and connecting with others in your space. And when you do that, you open up to so many more opportunities. You actually have relationships with your fans and with potential clients who will pay you for your stuff and that's when you can truly start to grow. So last lesson, I guess this is a bonus lesson. (laughs) I mean, I talked about collaboration, but I'll just say connection as a separate point is like connection is the basis of everything that you do. Make sure that in every project that you're moving forward with and in every way, every promotional campaign, you know, every launch, whatever it is that you are focusing on connecting, 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 connecting. 
All right, everyone. So that pretty much wraps up the three lessons uh, from this retreat. You know, I think it's a little funny, just like a little, that Sedona is the place that there's like the vortex. People experience all these spiritual crazy things. And this is the one episode of the takeaway episodes that's like a little less like woo-woo and emotional. <laughs> but the truth is that we didn't go to the vortex. Uh, we, we didn't have time really. We did do a Jeep tour, which was really fun. Um, so Friday and Saturday, we were really in our hotels for the most part. We went out to dinner, but otherwise in the hotel conference room, um, getting stuff done. And we went on a couple walks and got outside a bit, but really we were doing a lot of activities and presentations and working on our businesses and, and supporting each other. And then on Sunday, we went on a Jeep tour and that was really fun. So we basically just drove around and through the sites and saw the sites. And then we had a picnic on one of the rocks. I don't Are they called rocks or mountains? I don't actually know. So sorry if I sound like an idiot right now. <laughs> but we had a little picnic and it was really, really fun. And then we went back, did a little bit more um, work and, and chatting. And then we went to dinner. And um, my point being, we did not have time to hike. And I was like in and out Thursday night and I left Monday morning, so I didn't have much other free time either. But um, apparently, I asked the Jeep tour guide, and he said that you can generally feel the effects of the vortex, like, all in Sedona. Like, obviously, the actual vortex space is, like, special, but you can kind of feel the effects in general around. And I feel like I kind of did just in general like I actually forgot my allergy medicine and then luckily someone was able to give me some uh the last few nights but I still felt really good and I was nervous as well because there's it's elevated not majorly elevated but it's like 44,000 between 44,000 and 4,500 elevation and I don't think I've ever been at elevation that high um which I know sounds silly especially if you come from a place that is actually elevated or more elevated um but I was nervous because I have asthma and I just have never experienced that before and I get migraines too so I wasn't sure if there was going to be pressure changes or like weird things happening but generally speaking I felt pretty good and I felt like I was also just able to be really receptive and in flow with what was happening and so while there's no deep lessons learned and I didn't have like a vortex experience that completely rocked my world it was a really incredible and enjoyable time where I was able to just be present and be open and I'm so glad from what has come from it so that's that on that (laughs) I'm going to try to go back and it would be fun to like go to the vortex and also just explore a little bit more because it's such a beautiful area and I know there's a lot more in uh in Sedona in general to experience which is exciting so I'm super excited to hopefully go back soon and explore that a little bit more but until then that is my episode that is my musings from my lessons from Sedona Arizona and I'm so thankful that you are here listening I hope that this episode served you I'd love to hear your feedback, your takeaways, and of course, any input that you have if you're excited for some of the things I mentioned that are coming down the pipeline for out to be. Thank you all for listening, and I'll talk to you all next week. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.